1: Welcome, everybody, to uh, our latest podcast. Um, this is Ken Schiffman. I've been uh, making the Big Avota World podcast for, uh, I don't know, a year or so. And uh, today's uh, episode is the uh, inaugural, uh, the, the initial, the pilot episode of the Avoda Days. And uh, it's courtesy of two of our counselors, Nate Goldberg and Max Kleinman. And uh, they're on the air with us right now. Hey, guys. Hey, Ken.
2: Thanks for having us.
1: Yeah, yeah, of course. Thanks for uh for making the, the podcast here. So uh tell us a little about the name of it, the Avoda Days.
2: I came up with the name. Me and Nate were brainstorming all night. And when we were thinking about it, we were thinking about looking down on Tispiquin and just the days that goes on your mind about Avoda. So yeah.
1: So it's a it's a so how do you spell it?
3: D-A-Z-E.
1: Nice. nice. Yeah, little play on words. I love it. Yeah. No, it's very cool. Um, yeah. And people think about avoda a lot. We got uh, alumni who talk about it. So it's interesting. We're doing a whole bunch of uh, stuff right now with our alumni to raise money for camp. And um, we're doing all these Zooms and stuff. But um, it's amazing these... 40 50 60 year old guys and they're still talking about a color war and a missed somebody missed second base and this guy should have won leadership and this like all these crazy memories that are uh, are just in people's brains so i love that you guys are thinking about it and um it just kind of goes goes up the chain um and then tell us a little bit about uh i don't know what real quick intros on you guys what are you doing right now
3: i am a senior in high school i will be graduating online in a few weeks, it's looking like, and um, next year I'm headed to American University in Washington D.C.
1: It's cool. That's very cool. And what about you, Max? I'm
2: also finishing. I'll be going to the Ohio State University, and right now I'm just preparing for my AP tests because they're next week and this week.
1: Cool. What what subjects?
2: Uh, calculus and biology.
1: Great, great. Good luck. AP tests is tomorrow. What you say, Nate?
2: AP staff yeah. testing tomorrow
1: all right cool you guys are smart keep up the good work it uh it pay, pays dividends as you get older you might even you might even become a, a camp director someday who knows <laughs> so uh, so so this particular episode of the avoda days tell us give us a quick little intro and then we'll uh, we'll get into the 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 content
3: I guess we decided uh on aaron Rubin to try to be the first person we talked to because me and Max had him as a counselor twice, and he was also a camper the year when me and Max were first campers in 2010. He was a 14 er That's great. So we thought it would be cool to kind of talk to someone who had camp experience, being campers with us, and also being our counselor and stuff like that, because we both have a pretty good relationship with him.
1: Great, that's good. And you had a good conversation with him. He was uh, he was willing to join you guys. Did you yeah, he tough- enjoyed it. Did you ask him any tough questions. I guess we'll find. I guess we'll find out shortly.
3: Yeah, there, there were a few tough ones. I think um, it was just nice to kind of talk about camp and reminisce about stories and stuff like that, and just you know be with be with Max and Aaron on the and talking to them. It was, it was definitely yeah.
1: nice. yeah, it's great. Well, well, thanks again for you doing it, guys. Um, you know, like I said, I was telling our producer Davey As uh, from Pod Six One Seven a little earlier. I think the majority of our You know, podcasts have been geared towards alumni, so um, this might be better for younger alumni, certainly better for counselors and uh, probably campers, which is great. So uh, way to go. And uh, we look forward to hearing this episode and future episodes. And uh, thank you guys for uh, for for doing it. So without further ado, wanted to uh, introduce the Avoda Days pilot episode. Go for it.
2: Our sponsors for tonight's podcast are Michael's Deli and Second Lot Productions. Okay, guys, welcome to the first podcast, The Avoted Days, with your hosts, Max Kleinman and
0: Nate Goldberg,
2: and our first guest tonight, Aaron Rubin. Okay, Aaron, can you tell us a little about yourself?
4: Well, I was a member of the 2010 Bunk 14. I spent my years at camp from 2006 to 2016. So nice 11 years there. Uh, grew up in New Jersey, went to school in Maryland, stayed in Maryland after college, and currently live in Baltimore. What
2: are, what's your job right now?
4: I am a mechanical engineer. I work in um, the design of building systems. So if you think of uh, like making blueprints for buildings for ductwork and piping and equipment and all that all that fun stuff.
2: Very cool. cool. What do you
4: do for fun? For fun, well, uh pre-quarantine I enjoyed a lot of running and hanging out with friends going to sporting events. Um I live like a 10-minute walk from Camden Yards to see the Orioles and also a 10-minute walk from MT Bank Stadium. Um, go see Ravens games. So
2: that's that's most of what I do for fun, I'd say. What's the farthest run you've ever ran?
4: I ran a marathon this past year in November, the Philly Marathon. Um, So that was the farthest
2: I've gone so far. Very cool. Okay, so we're going to start off with some either-ors. So about camp, first one. So you're going to choose, like, one or the other. So the first one is waterfront or athletics.
4: Waterfront for sure. Easy, easy okay. question.
0: Easy. Okay. I mean, I don't know if athletics staff would agree with you on that one, but we'll let it slide. Mm-hmm. Uh, wings or mac and cheese.
4: I was always a big mac and cheese
2: guy. All right. Team Avoda or Avoda Hoops?
4: Got to go with the Avoda Hoops on that.
0: Really. Yeah. Can we can we can we ask why on this one? Uh well
2: I've
0: always
4: been a big more of a basketball guy than a soccer guy, personally, so I'd say that's where my allegiances lie. But big fan of both, obviously.
2: Love to cheer on both teams during the VOTA tournament. Solid. Max. Waterwiz or the Red Sox? Uh,
4: I'd have to go with Water Whiz on this one. Not a big Red Sox fan, but I do like going to the games. But, you know, Water Whiz, it's very close. It's pretty easy. Uh-huh. Good, good fun, especially on a nice summer day.
2: Mm. Both classics. Okay, moving on. Flag Rush or Zoo Ball?
0: Flag Rush, for sure. Okay, so then rainy day schedule, moose ball or movie?
4: You gotta go with movie. As long as you pick a good one, can't go wrong with that.
2: Okay. White or blue? White or
4: blue? That is a good question. Um, Trying to think of which color war teams I was on. I think I I was on more white teams, so
0: I'll, I'll go with white. Okay, and then the, the most important question to ask, Fixler or Wattman?
4: Ooh, that's a tough one. Uh, I'll go with Fixler on that one just because he's my boy in 14. 14 counselors. Interesting. Well.
0: All right, so we're going to get right into it. So, like, what was it like having an older brother at camp, and how do you think that uh, affected your experience in your first year? Well,
4: I would say it definitely helped a lot Then having an older brother there that I wasn't like by myself, not knowing anyone. Um, I mean, coming from New Jersey, it's not like I had friends from school who were, who were going to camp, so that that was a big help. Um, and just having my brother's friends there as well helped, just trying to get me to make more friends and that, that sort of thing. So it was a big help. I appreciated him. Try and camp out for a few years before I started going.
0: Nice. So, then uh, next one is what would you say is your ideal day at Camp Avoda? Because we know they always ask this question at Declamation. Mm-hmm. So, we want to we hear what you have to say
2: about that.
4: Okay. Well, let's see. Definitely a late wake up. <laughs> start with that. A um, little lazy morning. Sundays are always my favorite. Um, You know, I was never really a big breakfast guy at camp, so um, I'm just gonna skip right over that. Um, ideal day in terms of like periods, or in terms of like in terms periods. of
0: periods. Yeah, periods.
4: Um. Well, I'll just assume I'm, I'm a senior camper in this situation. So start off with waterfront, then. Go to athletics, right? Unless I'm forgetting everything. I I was a big fan of ping pong third period. That was my go-to. Of course. Uh, Got lunch rest period. Fourth and fifth. Gotta go fourth period hoops. Fifth period hockey. That was always always pretty popular. Then league. Even activities gotta be flag rush, like I said, and then yeah. Sounds like a pretty Sounds ideal. Sounds like
2: point. a great day to vote on.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Sadly though, we no longer have lazy Sundays. <sighs>
4: that's that's too bad. Missing lazy out. Days.
2: Yeah. Okay, so moving on, what was your favorite memory as a camper?
4: Favorite memory. Uh, so much, um, I think the one that immediately comes to mind was, um, when I was in bunk 12 and we raided bunk 14, that was a big, very big highlight, um, I know it was a a little frowned upon these days and even back then too, but, um, traditions, yeah, traditions and just doing that. Doing that with my bunk made us come a lot closer together. And the the punishments that came
0: with that also made us a little closer.
2: No regrets, though. No regrets. Never any regrets. Nope. Okay, so now we're going to do some hot takes. So best athlete while you were at camp.
4: Best athlete? I would have to say... Mm. For my fourteen, or just in general, in general, just
2: in general while you were at camp, mm.
4: I gotta say Robbie Case is probably the one that comes to mind. He was in the fourteen below me, twenty eleven, but he was a uh, he was a monster.
2: He was. I remember he went first pick his twelve year in Desert War. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, senior football, him versus uh, Sam Roth was a sight to be seen.
4: Uh, I'm I'm sure.
2: Okay, so next hot take,
4: funniest camper. Funniest camper. Uh, I don't know. There was a a fair amount of of funny ones. Um, At least when I was a camper, um, Swoto was pretty hilarious. I don't know if you guys were ever close with him or not, but he was always good for, for some laughs.
2: Um, yeah. So I remember Soto a little bit. Yeah. Those are the early years, right?
4: Yeah. I think his last summer was 2013, 2014. So a little while. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So um, what do you have to say like about your 14 in general and like your age group and who you still talk to? Um, well, you know, there were 27 of us, about 14,
4: back, back in 2010. Um, and, I mean, as you get older, that number goes down, as I'm sure you guys have noticed the last few years, past your year, 14 years. Um, but in terms of who I stay close to nowadays, it's mostly uh, Fixler, Garrett Fixler, George, uh, Sam Wattman, Vogel. Those are probably the guys that I stay stay the closest with. But cool. I mean, we're a really strong group of guys. Stay well connected.
2: Yeah.
0: So continuing on that topic, if I remember correctly, you had a first year camper in year fourteen, right? Uh, yes, we did. Or, or Mayuri. <laughs> how do you? Uh, how was that experience having to acclimate someone to camp? and like having them being in the oldest bunk as their first year?
4: Yeah, I mean, it was kind of difficult just because we were all pretty close together. We've spent three, four, five-plus years all as a 14, and then this new kid from Israel who nobody really knows um, came into our bunk. I mean, there was also just with the language barrier a little bit, He's just from Israel. and made it a little difficult, but I mean, he, he was a good guy. Um, the transition period was a little rough, but like after the first week, we were, we were all pretty close with him, making jokes and just uh, hanging out. And wasn't wasn't too big of a problem. You came I back. I remember
2: correctly. Yeah,
4: he came back. To CIT. Yeah, he came back to CIT. I believe he was back as JC as well.
2: Came I don't back. remember. He was a counselor because I remember he had to go into the army for Israel.
4: Mm, yeah, that's true. But he at least came back for CIT. And, uh, yeah, he was a cool guy.
0: So um, obviously you just you were a counselor at camp for a few years and you had the pleasure of being a counselor of a, a really standout group of kids a few times. So we we'd like you to comment on what you thought of max and i's age group uh as campers.
4: Let's see. So I had you guys as a JC back in twenty twelve in bunk three and then again twenty fourteen in bunk seven or eight. I think bunk eight. Um you know I think you guys liked causing a little trouble. Um you were a handful sometimes to deal with um, a lot of great personalities. Um, but, you know, it, it was fun, fun being your counselor. You guys kept me entertained and kept um, my co-counselors also entertained. And It's a good time.
2: Yeah. Cause it's crazy. Cause you were in bunk 14, our first year as campers, and then you are our counselor for, Twice, and now we're counselors. We had our JC last year.
4: Yeah, it's it's wild. Time flies. It's all part of the, um, a voter cycle, as they say.
0: Uh, yeah. That was probably the cra- The craziest thing for me being on staff was that there was no one there anymore who I wasn't a camper with. Mm-hmm. And that that was weird to me personally. Like being staff members with people you were campers with it was like a little bit of.
4: Yeah. 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 It's definitely an interesting transition. I mean, as you continue on staff, um, you just get closer with all the other guys that weren't necessarily in your age group. Um, like, I mean, I still talk to a bunch of the 08 guys and even the 07 guys in my brother's age group pretty often. Because we're, we're all pretty close. Um, interesting. Interesting experience.
2: Yeah. So, the next question. So we're aware that you have a spreadsheet for uh, all the Color War records. So, what made you decide to make that spreadsheet? Well, you know, I'm really
4: big into Avoda history, all all the traditions that go along with Avota. Um and I believe it originally started. Where I just wanted to keep track of like what the different um, teams were who won, who lost, that sort of thing. And eventually I had this idea to put together like a rankings list to see like who would be the quote-unquote greatest staff, Color War staff member of all time. Um, So it took a little bit of work, but I don't know, I always find that stuff interesting. Being an engineer, I'm pretty uh, mathematically inclined or enjoy mathematical
2: super cool do you remember who the
4: Hmm?
2: number one on the rankings was or no
4: Um, I believe it was Spencer Kimball I had up top Um, he was a general like four times four plus times and I think he was on seven or eight different color staffs so my rankings list is pretty heavily Involved with experience, not necessarily the outcomes, but he was also a counselor back in in the nineties and um, early two thousands. And they used to staff used to stay at camp a little longer than they do now, so we had plenty of opportunities to be on Color War staffs.
2: Yeah, pretty young staff right now. That's what I hear. So, staying with the Color War theme how was your experience as a pink judge and a lieutenant?
4: I loved being on pink. It was a great, great experience. Um, I've always said that the greatest thing that you can be involved with in color war is being an assistant head judge because you have all the perks, but don't have the head head judge's responsibility of making sure everything runs smoothly. Um, but no pink is awesome i, I loved it all the years that i did it um and then just being on color War staff was always a goal of mine so it was great to be on fixer's team on the villains that was a great time
0: yes it was
2: what a team can you tell us a little about your responsibility on the villains the main things that um, you did
4: yeah i, I wasn't so focused on on the coaching necessarily i I did coach a fair amount of events but um i was really chosen to figure out all the rosters and organizational type things um swim meet roster track meet roster those were, were pretty big um and i helped write some of the songs as well and yeah that was pretty much what my responsibilities were making sure All the things got turned in on time to the head judges and that sort of stuff.
2: Yeah, I think something as a camper, you don't realize how much organization goes into a color war team, like all the rosters and roster inaccuracies Mm -hmm. that you can get from forgetting to do something.
4: Mm -hmm. Yeah, and even all the work that goes into it before the event actually starts, all the uh, preparation can be like weeks before the actual Start date that you start um, preparing for it.
0: Yeah, so things are about to get get a little heavy in here. So we we want to ask you, how has camp shaped who you are today? Let's see. Or a helped shape. Helped shape. Because obviously, there's not just camp, but mm-hmm. uh, well, influence on it.
4: I think at least being on, st- or from a staff perspective. Um, the responsibility aspect of just being in charge of other people really helped form my sense of responsibility and sense of duty to just do the best job that I can. Um, you also need to be very flexible at camp because things don't always go according to plan and, um, schedules can change on a moment's notice. So that helps a lot. Um. And yeah, I mean, I think my personal sense of humor was shaped a lot by camp growing up. So that definitely helped with some of that. And just being able to grow up with a group of guys for five plus years at at camp, um, I mean, it turned into lifelong friendships that really, really helped even today continue to grow
0: Nice. Sure. Thank, thank you for sharing
2: mm-hmm.
0: um so we want to know what was like the craziest kind of thing you had to do as a counselor in terms of like taking care of a kid like who was sick or or something like that
4: um well this didn't happen when i was a counselor but, a CIT, um, but it pretty stands out a lot um i think it was one of the first days of the summer and there's this new camper. Um, I was a CIT in bunk four and this camper, Isaac was, was very, very homesick. Um, he wouldn't talk to anyone. He wouldn't eat at the meals. He didn't really want to be there at all. And for some reason, I was the only one that, uh, he wanted to talk to. So a lot of responsibility fell on me to, have to deal with him um like i was taking off periods to talk with him and make sure that he was okay um and that lasted a couple of weeks um but that was a pretty pretty crazy thing i was pretty much on on duty of making sure that he was he was okay all the time um so that, that was that was crazy
2: do you recall the uh, hospital fiasco we had back in the day? Uh,
4: yes, I believe that was during Call of War. Um, I forget which day it was, um, but I believe you fainted or something at lineup, and uh, I had to take you to the doctor's office, and you got checkup, and then we were on our way back to camp. And then Ken told me that, Oh, actually we need to take him to the hospital. So then I had to drive you to the hospital and got a bunch of tests taken and I believe you were fine. So that was, that was good, but it was a very, very long day.
2: Yeah. From what I remember, they uh, put me in a neck brace because they thought I had a concussion. So I was just in a neck brace for two hours in the hospital. That was perfectly fine. No, we just went back like nothing happened.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, better safe than sorry. I would say.
2: Yeah.
0: There was so much hype around your arrival. Oh yeah. Everyone was like. I everyone like, cause no one like knew what happened, and we didn't like we didn't know you were okay at the time. You know, so like everyone was like waiting to see, and like you kind of just like came back and like came into the bunk and like, what up?
2: <laughs> yeah, cause I remember. Ken gave me and Aaron permission to go to Village, so I was like the cool camper that got to go to Village. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. So Aaron, do you have any interests on in joining the board someday? Um, it's something
4: that I've toyed around with. Um, being out of state, out of Massachusetts, makes it a little bit more difficult to be involved with it directly. But I have been indirectly helping camp out here and there, um, down here in the D.C. area. Um, but we'll see. It's just tough when you're when you're out of state to be directly involved on the alumni board or board of directors and that sort of thing.
2: Yeah, for sure.
0: So thinking back, do you have uh, a person who was like your favorite co-counselor uh, during your time at camp? Favorite
4: co-counselor? Um, I mean, I would say um, when I was with Fixler and Friedman, just because they were my 14, it was great being, being co-counselors with both of them. Friedman was your year when I was your counselor and then Fixler when I was a 14 counselor. Um, those are the two stand out because they were my 14.
2: It was pretty awesome. So did you write the birthday speech?
4: I wrote a birthday speech. If you okay. want me to, to say it now. Sure. This is my fourth year, not at
2: Hey.
4: I like it very much.
2: Hey.
4: Bunk 14. Hey. 2010 Bunk 14. No. Waterfront staff.
2: Hey.
4: Athletic staff. Hey. Administration. Hey. Archives.
0: Hey. Hey. White villains. Hey. White hounds. Hey white
4: cowboys and everyone else is number one
2: hey that was wonderful thank you thank you
0: did you ever get to do when i camp So you have a summer birthday
4: i do not have a summer birthday my birthday is in september so never never got the opportunity
0: here you go yeah. look at that well aaron thank you very much for being our first guest uh mm-hmm. on the on this mini series during quarantine we really appreciate you taking the time out to come speak with us yeah happy happy to help
2: thanks sir all
0: right we'll see you, we'll see you soon folks